right, listen, you're a vigilante, right? So you don't act according to the law. the video i toss the keys to parker don't forget the video kid all righty and clean yourself up you look like a psychopath warren's kind of you know unlike him to not joke around he nods his head i will step behind ultra rosa you should be a little nicer to somebody who is going through some shit i think you of all people would understand that rosa just, I'm just surprised he, he hasn't been arrested yet. And that's a reason to emotionally abuse somebody who's going through some traumatic shit. Well, you load these women onto the truck. So what's the difference here to you, Rosa? I'm just curious where you stand on your moral high horse here. If he's in the game, he knows he's going to suck it up. Play by different rules as a hero. You just need to accept that. It is nice to know where you stand, Rosa. So you're a complete bitch. Good to know. Good to know. Oh, screaming. Screaming. You haven't even begun to see. And I have a hard time now considering him wanting to ever work with Rosa because she's going to treat her teammates like shit. What about the video footage? Uh, so Rosa mentions to you, there's probably video, either some of the stuff you recorded at the Broken Village or at the uh, former brothel, now um, Bloodbath. Are you going to go chasing after some of this? So you have footage of the helicopter fights. Yep. We specifically talked about one outside the bank. That would be my number one priority as if you were going to get any 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 camera, get that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll go collect that one. You going to the Broken Village first or the brothel first? I'm going to stay away from the, the brothel. So I'll go okay. into the village first. So, Andy, while he's doing this, everyone else is leaving the scene, and you have a dump truck. Are you walking back into town? Are you are you taking the truck? What are you doing? Well, in fairness, the truck is stolen, isn't it? It is. It is, yes. <laughs> it is without question a stolen dump truck. Yeah, I'm so, glad to be out of it. Yeah, I'm going to go ride with these state troopers. You can hang out with the dump truck. <laughs> it suits you. What I'll do is I'll just put the push the dump truck back over the line so they can have it. Are you going with the state troopers? Are you walking back to town? Are you staying in the reservation? What are you doing when everyone else heads off? I will head back at least briefly to the Broken Village to see how they're doing. Unless you're going to apply powers, that's a 10-15 minute walk, which is fine with me. Well, I'm curious why I wouldn't apply powers. Oh, I'm just asking. <laughs> I will I'll see. You bring up a reasonably good point. But if it's just a 10-15 minute walk, then I'll take a 10-15 minute walk. Warren, you go zipping across Hill and Dale, and generally this super suit that was provided to you by the FBEE is um, pretty gore resistant. It's a nice fabric. So most of the blood and brain matter is um, flecked off of you. And when you get to Broken Village, there's a guy just kind of standing in the street. And some of the residents you can see in the buildings and all this... And this guy, it's interesting to see him walk. He starts to walk a given direction, and it's not like it doesn't make sense. Are you going around him? He looks like he's waiting for you. Like he's waiting for you to come around the corner. I'm not going to get, like, within an arm's reach of him, but I'll stop and 
20, 15, 20 feet away to, uh, where, you know, I can actually speak to him. I'm not having to yell or anything, but. You, the pattern where he was walking oddly is he was walking up to where you ended up going anyway, as if he was anticipating you changing course and just, and he's upstanding there and he says, um, you're the federal, the one they call Red Runner. Yeah, I'm assuming you're Proud Star. I am. I'm here to convince you to walk away from this. Um, had you talked to me and said that a little bit earlier, I would maybe consider, but I think I'm a little too too far <laughs> into it. You misunderstand me. I'm here to ask you to walk away from picking up the cameras and trying to get the footage from the brothel. Why is that, if you don't mind me asking? Because now this can still be made into a thing that happened as opposed to a thing that fills the news cycles and causes problems. So you don't want me to take the cameras because you know it'll become a bigger thing if I do? It's big enough as it is already, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I can agree with that. I have never fought anyone as fast as you. I can barely see where you're going, but I can. You can choose to fight me, but I don't think either of us will be pleased. Warren just kind of, he just sits on the ground. Just kind of sits there, visibly exhausted. Let's out a sigh and look, man, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was not prepared for what I've been through recently. I'm kind of reconsidering being a hero at all. If that's what I can even call myself still, I don't want to fight you. You question whether you're a hero? Warren looks at like the kind of, you know, remainder of blood that's still maybe on his gloves or, so, or like on his costume on his hand. Listen, whatever name you wear behind the mask. I came here from Japan because mine is a fallen culture that no longer believes in honor. And I took a job for a dishonorable man because this is the place I can stand and make the most difference. Don't you understand that you saved lives and you killed bad men? I stand against you because it is the greatest battle I can find, and I am the samurai. Do not make the mistake of not fight, not thinking you are the hero. I, I don't want to kill anybody. Yes, and this will be one of your tough battles in all of life going forward. I am your opponent. Never doubt this. I am here to stop you. Do not question it. Also, do not question that you are the hero here. I want you to fight every minute of your life because the fight is what defines us. And I will find few adversaries as worthy as you in my entire life. Leave this place. Fight me when you are ready. What are you going to do, hero? <laughs> You know, he looks down for a second and thinks and looks back up. Um, I was sitting here to get those cameras. And I tell you, you can't have them. And you are not ready to fight me today. So please walk away without your cameras or decide you will battle me. All right. Kind of back up, like, feet, not run or anything. You just kind of walk 15 feet back around to him. and He bows to you formally. Bow to. Kind of stretch out a little bit. Are we holding back at all, or, or is this all out? Do you feel that you're ready, or have you had a fight that has broken you? And he draws these two long, curved knives yeah. out from behind him. And he says, Dude. 
or we may do this another day after you've had a chance to think and consider and process why I am wrong and you are right. Why, when you raise your hand to my throat and you may not hold back, I will not and I will kill you. This is not your day, runner. He zips up to him and gives him a hug. He's not surprised by it, and he pats you on the back. This guy's almost a foot taller than you. He's a giant. He pats you on the back in that kind of uh, gladiator way. Warren backs off and just looks up at him and nods. He just, I'll leave and go back to uh, where I was. It's about 10, 15 minutes later. Bug, you're walking into Broken Village. And the old man is there, right outside Broken, uh, Broken Village. He's just standing there in the road. Like he wants to talk to me. I will modify my path to go to him. English, as you recall, is quite marginal. And the um, mumbles in some inner and he says, the man who sees the future cannot see me because I see the future. And he hands you the GoPros. I nod and put them in my uh, fanny pack. <laughs> it's bulging. Gee- well, we're talking about my fanny pack, not my... Never mind. The fanny pack, oh. you put a few things in there, and it's like you're worried that the zipper's going to snap. Yeah, I would hope it'd chance. be a little better quality than that. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's made out of some strange material. So Dream Speaker takes your hand and says, you will come and you will save the people. You will come. I gave them a chance to back down to discuss this like people, and they were hoity-toity about it. And like, no, you hand your chance. No, I didn't, you jackasses. You're lying pieces of shit trying to make me feel bad. I squeeze his hands, like, gently, you know, yep. just, just a, a, a warm gesture, not, not crushing anything. Do you need anything now? He says, the day is not now. And he struggles for the words, and he says, the man that sees the future... And he shakes his head and he says, you do not have the perseverance of spirit. He holds your hands warmly and he goes back over to the old broken bank. This is the road that runner's on. Will I see him leave as I start to head back? No, runner is different course and going fast enough that he just fight blipped, right? So he's gone by. Then I will walk back to the county line road. Rosa, you get in the police cars and there's some hostility. It's not just the local police that are corrupt. The Stadies aren't great guys either. And it's like they don't really want to be doing this, but they're not willing to shoot you in the back of the head in a police car either. That's good. Remind everybody that I'm a licensed counselor and therapist. and I'm going to be a lot of help for you guys to get this paperwork done with this. So the BIA guy, you managed to come up with the crime, and basically this turns into some FBI people coming in and because a federal rock crime has been committed with these women were foreign nationals on and on, and you have made a case for the Bureau of Indian Affairs guy to give to the FBI against the people inside casino grounds. So that far has been achieved. They play fair because you're there, and you can tell that they wouldn't be playing quite so fair if you weren't. They're fully aware they're being watched. We make a difference is the takeaway from that. Back into the city, most of into Sunday, right? So, um, and you've been up all night and all of this. You guys make it back to your various respective places. And I'm assuming you're going to sleep the rest of Sunday away into Monday because you've been up all night doing super stuff. The next bit doesn't happen till Tuesday at noon. What do you want to do in Capital City before, yeah, in Capital City, just before the next segment picks up? I 
am going to take the GoPros and make sure to upload them in Metal's stuff. So I will be hanging out in Metal's apartment doing tech stuff. So and the, not high-end tech stuff. I'm talking about downloading pros, making sure I have new cards in them, that sort of thing. <laughs> neither Andrea nor Abuela are at Metal's place, and the designers are there. There's people there that are measuring that are going to set up new furniture. Is Metal there? <laughs> Metal is not there, but the interior decorators are there. So they kicked your, they kicked out Abuela. Uh, you don't know. I will call Metal and try to find out where uh, my people are. Metal texts you back and says, very in caps, busy. We'll catch up with you. They're okay. Then I will trust my partner. Like I said, make basically I want to make backup copies of the stuff we have. Um, what media outlet? Does, do we, does this get to a media outlet or no? This is the question. Are you going to go to a media outlet? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I am not right at the moment. <sighs> Because I don't handle that stuff. <laughs> Metal uh, handles that stuff. Ultra Rosa is fine with it. People need to open their eyes to the shit that's around them. So if you guys get it on there. I will, like I said, I want to make copies of everything. So we have some. And if I lose these, nothing big deal. But I'll make copies of the footage we have. And I will go to... Shamrock's station. That is Channel 7. Okay. Channel 7. Well, you at least vaguely know the station manager. Well, yeah, they, they, they've yelled at me before. No, yell's <laughs> a strong term. I, I have been thrown out of there before. Okay, Ferry, again, to Did be correct. Did they throw you out? Did you throw No, out? they politely <laughs> asked me to leave because I was being annoying, but not in an aggressive way. Oh, okay. Because so Bug, Bug uh, tends to be annoying. They were like, she's not here. Could you please go somewhere else? Yeah. Like, Bug usually shrugs and moves on, so it's not a problem. I'm sorry. I forgot your, your special effect. That's right. It's just uh, no one's going to want you to hang out. Like, aren't you? Right. Is it time for you to go now? Isn't aren't you? Don't you need to be somewhere? And yeah, and is, and he goes because he's not. That's not what he's there for. He's not there to make problems for people. <laughs> WJYG Channel Seven, Capital City. I will News. go to WJYG Channel Seven. You're walking in the. Yep, you walk in the lobby and you see the woman in the lobby look down at her desk, look up, look down at her desk, and say, "Just one minute," and gets in the phone immediately. And um, it takes just a couple of minutes. The station station manager comes out to see you. Do we remember the station manager's name? Because we can I, don't even, I don't even vaguely. Do you? No. I, so I'll look and see if I get any notes in my book. I don't. I'm not sure he was named. Okay. He good. might have been. I'll nail him down. I'll nail him down. Okay. Because don't. I don't have it in my notes, but that is, I don't note everything. I try to, but sometimes stuff gets by me. You know how it is. Yeah. No, there's a lot of NPCs in a modern game. They just start to pile up. Which is great and bad, you know? <laughs> no, it's a double-edged sword, but it's, yeah. What'd you say, WJPG? WJYG, Channel WJYG. 7. That's straight out of the book. And Daniel Petty is is a real... He's a real boy. No, Daniel Petty is their number one top reporter, the face. Okay, so this, the station manager comes out and he's like, 
and he, he nods to you like he's not sure what to say. My condolences on your loss. It's tragic what happened to Shamrock. Oh, this is, we're a month in the future. Yeah, yeah, this, this, it's back away. He says, he says, thank you. Her funeral was very well attended and we're going to remember her for a long time. Her bravery and dedication do her and your channel credit. And okay, we need to retcon something here. I want to fly oh, yeah. something by because I thought it was really good when I thought it up. Is that um, when we're back a month mm -hmm. in our next session, picking up our the regular, I guess the regular timeline, right? Um, the body that Red Runner dropped off is not Shamrock Baines. Doesn't come back with a positive ID. Oh, so it wasn't her. The only thing that was her was the teeth, the bag of teeth. Huh. Oh, God, so she's horrible. missing and yeah okay so but that does, still does i guess change what the exchange that bug and the station manager just had because we will have yeah. lots of more adventures before we reach that month so okay i guess that's something to keep in mind right that it's not that there may that the funeral might be the only part you have to take out because there she's currently missing oh not, no just future and future time like she actually does die. It's just not now, or it's not just a month ago. Like oh, this could be still a real exchange. No, do you think I'm digging too deep into it? <laughs> the point is, the point is, yeah. I just it'll be a long time before we catch up to this date in time. Okay. Okay. Uh, so he makes a remark about a funeral. He's being polite. Doesn't you know get into it too much. And he right. says, "Are you here to extort more money out of me for film?" Or is that strange Hispanic woman going to call me? I suspect that she will call you. And extorts a strong term. I thought that you paid for that sort of thing. If you don't, then you don't. doesn't matter to me any. And then I will reach into my, my bag and pull out a fistful of SD, SD cards mm -hmm. and hold out my hand and just drop him into his hand. I hope that your dedication to the truth is not dulled by the recent loss. And he says, what's on these? Trafficking, private armies, uh, human trafficking, private armies, assault on indigenous people. Oh, There's Jesus. quite a cornucopia in there. He says, we'll look at these. Thank you. What do you, do you not want money? I don't understand. What do you want? Do you do, are you doing this because you're a good guy? I want this to get out there and I will go home and be yelled at by a very angry little Hispanic woman <laughs> for not taking money. But then she shouldn't leave me unsupervised is the lesson she needs to walk away with. <laughs> I, I will give him a smile like like I do mean it as a joke, but it, it's an awkward joke that you're like, not sure you want to get involved in kind of situation. <laughs> He's like, thank you. And he dashes back out of there and he stops on the way out and he says, wait, 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 just one minute. And he gets you a, um, what was it, WJ? 
WYJ. Oh, I know what you're doing. Thank you. You're great. WYJ. He gets you a jacket. Like one of these that the station guys wear. He gets you a jacket that has all the station logos across the back. I just posted in the chat his name. Is that a, is that a costume upgrade? <laughs> oh, a jacket's a massive co <laughs> costume upgrade. So you're going to do your superheroing in a um, WYJG shirt? Uh, Jay, you put yourself on mute. I just posted the station manager's name in the chat. Cool. And is Bug going to be now battling crime in a WYJG <laughs> jacket? Probably only one fight because they don't last super long. Yeah, that thing would get... <laughs> obliterated okay so he's pleased in your place that's cool so um rosa you get back to the rainbow's end and there is a produce truck there unloading all of these vegetables and this old lady that you remember it's abuela is there talking to the produce guy who doesn't understand a word she's saying yeah about vegetables okay that's that looks great. I'm going to ask, uh, there's a driver, right? There's obviously someone yeah. doing the unloading and uh, yeah. wants to know, where'd you guys from? Where'd this, where's the, all this food coming from? Uh, what do you mean? We're Capital City Produce. We have an order for, you know, all of these vegetables and carrots and all of this. And he says, yeah, I got about, uh, got two and a half tons of vegetables for you. Is it paid for? It is. Do you know by who? And he still goes through and looks at us as a Russian-American Friendship Society. Russian-American Friendship Society. Interesting. And he says, I don't know what the old lady wants. She's not unhappy, but I don't understand a word she's saying. Yeah, she's Portuguese. I don't know what she's saying either. But, uh, yeah, I think she's really happy. Okay, okay. Um, I'll leave her to uh, stock the pantry. Okay. And not to get too picky and detailed is how did my gear get back? Last I knew my gear I had in the van. And you chose not to go back for it. And I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. Didn't you took it in the dump truck with you? You specifically stopped. I asked, I asked Red to go back and get it. Right. I thought that stuff was all in the van because we were getting ready to do something. So we ha yes. had the van, but the but the dump truck, because we didn't know what we were doing, but we figured we need your gear. So I yep. think we have it. Good. But because the I, thing is, I'm just pointing out the fact that I wouldn't go riding with the state troopers with that. So I just assumed you were carrying the gear bag and didn't get into it, but you had the gear bag in the dump truck. If you want to step back to doing something different than carrying it with you, I'm cool with that. Well, is if is it something that, um, like Bug could nonchalantly walk off if uh, if he agreed to take it for me? Well, Bug would if if even if you left, and because Bug was messing with the truck after everybody was gone, that if Bug saw it, he would have picked it up just Perfect. to be nice. I mean, he wouldn't. He's angry at Rosa. He doesn't want her to die or anything, and this is her equipment. There's a big right. difference between having a scuffle and... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. And also, uh, since I had... Um, I would have told Parker, too, when I gave him that line. And, oh, if you get a chance, get my, get my shit. There's a lot of high-tech weaponry in there. I'm going to piss all over you, but do me a favor. God, good to know. Good to know. 
Uh, very good. So I I got my shit. I got to stash that in my basement lab, you know, my basement workshop. You see Andrea in the corner upstairs peeking out a window. And then she hides as soon as she noticed you're looking at her. What are you doing? Uh, You go back and you go upstairs and find her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I asked her why, you know, what she was looking at. So her jaw is still wired shut because of the beating she took. I she, takes out, she takes out the notebook, notebook that she's been numb, and she says, a strange woman brought us here. She said it's safe here. And she is correct. No, that is correct. This and is she, my this is my place. This is Rainbow's End. This is where um, women such as you uh, have a can have a safe space and get things back together and decide what you want to do next without being victimized. She starts to write something and changes what she's writing a couple of times. And then she hands you the book and it says, did you kill them? And then it says, did you punish them? Yes. Not all. Not the big fish, not the big people. But those that took their orders are. They have paid the price. They've paid it in blood. And she scrawls out, and it's a couple of names you don't know. She's like, well, where is Melissa and Soon Chi? Where are they? Where? What happened to the girls? Did I, you they, mentioned, they, they got taken away by the FBI, and they're in, they're in okay. FBI custody okay, right now. Uh, they're in, right? Yep. Um, they're, uh, they're being protected. They're being protected by the U.S. government at this point, and they're protected from the people at the casino. Okay, they can't, they can't touch them right now. And she nods and she nods and she's thinking. And you can see she's been in tears off and on for you know three days. And she flips to a new page and starts scrolling again. She says, "Do I have to leave here?" No, you can stay as long as you like. And also, just know, um, this isn't over yet. The people that we did this to will be angry. Will they come for you? Yes. But I can handle myself, don't you worry. Okay. So she goes back and hides. This is a deeply traumatized woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, is there a... Uh, is the shelter Rainbow's End right now full? Are we just like... There's stuff going on. It's not packed to the gills, but there's no shelter. I can, yeah. I can uh, probably assume that maybe one of the uh, the women that have been there for a while may reach out to her. Like, Oh, yeah. You have a staff. Yeah, there's people that work there. Um, I Actually, I would prefer not having a staff. I mean some of the residents, like people who are using the space. Okay. I don't so, want. I don't want to. I, I don't know if I want a staff. Besides well, a couple of people. That's what I mean. You're going to have three, four people working there. And if you recall the dream sequence at the beginning, mm-hmm. not that I remember what the name was. I had a machine crash between session one and two, so I lost some of my notes. But there was a woman working there when you woke up from the dream originally. You remember she had part of the dream as well. It was a couple of people. That's why I record our shows because yes, there the answer is there. It's on tape and it's doesn't. It's right near the beginning of the session, so I will be able to canonize that. Okay, we'll chase that down. Um, but there's a couple of people there, and um, 
there's a there's a lot of confusion in the kitchen where suddenly there's you know instead of worrying about groceries there's a terrific number of supplies and almost no one understands what abuela is saying but they all seem to be um, uh, making dinner for a hundred yep i'm sure they're gonna short, sort it out okay sooner or later someone's gonna know what to say how to speak to her but yeah so uh, you got not a day. I mean, you're just gonna. Do you have anything particular you want to accomplish before it picks up? No, okay. no. Maybe uh, I spend some time uh, down in the uh, basement checking my police scanner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pick up any any chatter on the state level. You know, like local cops or state cops. Um, talking so, about the incident at the at Casino Point, just to get any intel I might on what's going on there on their reaction. You have a military intelligence skill, or uh, uh, is it MI? Hang on, consulting the Great Book. Military science. Military science. Thank you. Yes, it's an eight. Okay, roll me two dice against that. Cool. I get to roll dice. I'm rolling dice for my character. <laughs> I actually had to grab dice. I'll be right back. We're definitely being story heavy here at the beginning. Mm-hmm. 11. Total is 11. Yeah, 11 is easy enough. Um, you've discovered that a certain amount of the traffic is missing and not where it should be. Now roll me another two dice against it for an encryption thing. Cryptography? Yeah. Six and nine is a 15, not bad. No, not at all. So at your level of skill, you spent much of the day in the basement and um, you find that uh, the casino police, right, um, are using a separate channel and an encrypted channel, but you crack it. Nice, they got an encrypted channel. Start oh, typing, yeah. start, re- uh, hit the record button immediately. Okay, okay. So they, they and um, it's a lot of chatter, and there's a lot of cleanup going on, and they're they're talking around things, mm-hmm. like gangster and, stock, um, gangster speak. Uh, kind of like yeah, let's go over to site B. All right, they're, they're even though it's encrypted, they're talking about around it, um, and you hear a couple of times how utterly uncomfortable they are having Proud Star, um, at site A, but the boss wants him there. And is site A the one where the murder, where uh, Red Runner slugged? Yeah. yeah, that was A. And site B is not that. Okay. Okay. Nothing about their sending so-and-so to get those SOBs. No, and it seems to be separated out. At least, um, yeah, area A is where the brothel was. Area B and C you couldn't get into last time. And it was a specific building in area A where you found the brothel. Okay. But you're not hearing them, like, planning to come down your throat or anything. Okay. Um, I uh, give Bug a call. Ring, ring. On my little wrist, wrist, wrist radio, of course. 
<laughs> we call an iWatch these days. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apple Watch. I gotta just pull out my Apple Watch. <laughs> I guess my gear, my gadgets aren't so cool anymore. Oh, dude, that really breaks my heart because a wrist computer was so cool concepty back in the 80s and now it's like oh you mean a cell phone strapped to your wrist shut up just shut up yep. <laughs> yep. or a cell phone a cell phone is just a computer with a with a phone app it is, it is. <laughs> no and i i will pick it's, up it's funny how that it took a while to get that on there Oh, for, for a hot minute, I had both a PDA and a cell phone until they decided that, you know what we could do? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know what we could do. Want to hear my door credits, Andy? I carried three. I carried a um, an iPod, a, um, what was it, a little flip phone thing that I carried. Even, like It wasn't a BlackBerry. It was the other brand. And a phone. I carried three devices with me on the road. But anyway, ring, ring. I answered the phone. Um. They still got a uh, weapons manufacturing operation, don't they, out there? Yeah. We're going back there tonight, and we're taking it out. What do you think? Tonight? Hit them hard and fast. No, I'm just, are you... I'm ready for a throwdown pretty much on zero notice, because... Well, you guys need to sleep and eat and all of that because you were running all day. So you're going to lose. Well, you're saying I thought this was the day. This was. Yeah, this is Tuesday. We did the sleeping. Okay. 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 Yep. Tuesday. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yep. Not that I got much. I don't think that, you know, any of us. Oh, Bud got some. I mean. Yeah, but we got some. We did. It wasn't a full eight hours. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Okay. So you're planning on going back? Um, do you have a plan for how to do this? Um, yeah, it's, here's my plan. They're always going to be pretty straightforward and simple. Let's make a, a meet someplace rather than do this on the phone. And, um, I'll, uh, give him the address of the, uh, convenience store where he was hanging out on the roof last month okay the one where you would track down the energy drinks that i drink yep right okay should we reach out to runner yes yes yeah okay so cut away from the conversation to runner what do you do with kind of the, the the late monday early tuesday bit um he would just go back to his apartment probably and just like de- try to de-stress. Okay. So um, you're there, you get some sleep, you're hanging out and there's a knock on the door. It's kind of tentative. And then he knocks again tentatively really quickly after that. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'll go enter the door. It's a 15, 16 year old black kid. Um, who looks somewhere between scared and eager with a bag of Taco Bell. Um, it's, it's a boy. Is it a, it is. It's a, a boy. Yeah. Um, hey, man. Uh, what's up? Hey, man. Tacos. You want the tacos? Because they told me you like tacos. You do, don't you? And then it looks like he's going to run away. Oh, uh, can I try to... I know there's not like persuasion or anything, but can I can I try to calm him? You know, kind of 
Oh, sure. What's your influence in Aura? Yep. Uh, influence is, you know, yeah. influence, influence him. Influence, it is a four. What's your Aura? Uh, same thing, four. Okay. Yep, so this isn't terribly hard, but yeah, roll me two dice. Your target number is a nine. Ten. Okay. Easily enough. Yeah, so you kind of get him to chill out, and you're an ordinary guy, and he's like, right, right, sorry. It's all right, man. Uh, what... You seem nervous. I don't know. Who told you I like tacos? I do like tacos, by the way. Well, good, good, because Jimmy Mac said you like tacos, and, well, I don't want him to throw my mother out. Jim, Jimmy Mac said that, did he? Yeah. Do you not? Because I, I can do something different if you don't like tacos. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. Am I doing this wrong? No. You know what? Stay right here for a second. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Walk. I'm gonna walk and go grab like some cash. Yep. And like just from a gig that I've would have done or something, and give yep. him, give him some cash. Here, he keep the tacos. You can eat that. Well, he looks at the money and he says, "What? No, cool. I mean, cool. Yeah, money. But it's about my mom, man. Don't you get it?" He is obviously not making sense and starting in mid-sentence. So if you don't get it, it it's reasonable. Right. Uh, so, okay. So where is your mom right now? What, what's going on? She's at home because Jimmy Max says they can't throw her out. And they're going to throw her out if you don't give me tacos? Well, yeah, and other stuff. Like maybe I have to carry your guitar or something. <laughs> Look, kid. Um, go on home to your mom. I'll have a conversation with Jimmy Mac. Keep the tacos and keep this cash. Okay, don't don't worry about it. Listen, man, you do what you're going to do. You take the tacos because I don't want to throw my mother out. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll eat the amazing tacos that you're holding <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> that smelled fantastic. Okay. And he says, it's cool, man. So, and he pulls out a, um, some, one of somebody else's card, he scrawled a number in the back of, and he says, I'm Quantrell. And if you need something, you give me a call because if you don't, and, and, and you're cool, man. And I like your music and it's good. What but, is your music? Like what kind of music does he play? Yeah. It's time to come up with what genre yeah. of music your band um, plays. I think they they would play so I don't know kind of like punk rock you know kind of earlier Red Hot Chili Peppers stuff so a okay. lot really upbeat and yeah high energy perfect college kids love it yep eat it up um, so Swollen Shut then is actually a pretty good name pick for a punk band <laughs> yep. right so if you're you're still okay rocking that oh yeah yeah yep good good awesome um Quantrell says you understand I'm working right to pay the rent yeah yeah you gotta do what you gotta do kid all right all right so he leaves you the tacos and he leaves and he says you call me if you need something yeah I'm gonna look in the bag and see if there's uh different hot sauces oh yeah yep yep <laughs> right no you're good yeah it, it, you're good appreciate it okay so you're just trying to chill out at your house and you have this rather strange conversation with Quantrell anything else you want to get done before things pick up at two I just want to make sure I give you guys a chance to do side stuff 
No, it's all good. Um, no, I mean, again, he's just kind of taking his time to not. I mean, he will. I'll eat the tacos. I'll check them out first to make sure they're not a. There's not a, you know, beeping light or something going off in the middle of one of them. But no, no, he went to the, he went to the pink taco and he picked you up lunch. To the pink taco. All right, sweet. It's yeah, a, that'll... a really nice restaurant. Yeah. Place I like. Um, okay. Nice. Give me one sec to switch screens here. I still can't decide which two D10 I want to use for this session. I'm still picking through. I'm like, oh, do I want Can to... Can you guys see screen share? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Tuesday cool. afternoon, June 15th, 2.20 p.m. at the Baltimore. Yep. Okay. So, Bug, you're at home and, uh, you know, having, it's you're planning your evening rendezvous and all of that. And um, one second. There it is. That's what I'm doing. This man appears outside the front door, um, stays off the property, and just stands there at the building. And I'm assuming well-dressed like that as well, you know. Just beautifully dressed. Beautifully stand, dressed. Stands out in this neighborhood. Oh, by a mile. I will um, go out and talk to him. Okay. Can I help you? And he says, Do you need a place to stay? And he <laughs> says, I am here to deliver a message to the voices. And he looks down at his phone and he see, you can see he's looking at your picture. And he says, And you're one of the voices. I have a message for you. And he waits for you to respond. Proceed. And he reaches into his jacket and very slowly pulls out a large envelope. And in the large envelope, he has, and he, and he says, would you like me to open this? Is that okay? He's being very, very, um, look what I'm doing with my hands and circumspect and all of that. Would you like to open it? May I open this for you? If you'd like, or you can hand it over. Okay, he hands you the envelope. It's not going to explode or anything, is it? I, I say that as I'm opening it. Bug is not nearly as cautious as Bug should be. <laughs> it is not going to explode. I am an emissary. And it is, um, so there is $10,000 in it. And there is an address on a printed silk card for a club in, um, a club in the Laotian part of town. And he says, my employer would like to meet with the voices this evening. He would ask that you would attend him at his club. Do you know any other details? What other details would you like, sir? Is the money a bribe, an appearance fee? The money is offered by my employer for the for the um, opportunity to speak with you. If I may speak frankly, the last emissary who met with you, you broke his arm and it ran very badly. I am a different emissary for a different master and we wish to have a civil conversation. I will raise an eyebrow at that because of my recent tirades, mm -hmm. but I'll nod. Bring the voices with you, please. 
my, 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 my employer, he wishes to meet with you. So are you inviting them or am I just the person you knew where to get a hold of? My research showed the best place to find the voices was this building. The others are more difficult to find. I nod. I appreciate your respecting the boundaries of this place, and you have nothing to fear from me as long as you bring no harm here. Just an emissary. I just bring messages. I have seen too many emissaries that upgraded in the middle of the discussion. And he holds his hands out and he says, can I is, it's a good term. He holds his hands. I keep forgetting you guys can't see me while I get the slides up. He holds his hands up. <laughs> no, we don't. Right? We don't like, see you moving right. your hands, right? Yeah, you got yeah. him up there moving really fast. <laughs> he holds his hands out, palms up, and he says, can I tell my employer to expect your company? He would like you to attend at uh, 8 o'clock this evening at that address. I please bring the voices attempt to make it there I do cannot speak for anybody but myself and if there are other plans that I don't know about but do tell your employer that I will attempt to make it there and if I can't I will return his appearance fee thank you very much do you perhaps have, I, I don't know how you communicate. Do you use phones like the rest of us? Do you have email? I don't know how, to, how one um, reaches you. I will give him my phone number and then I'll get bitched out later by metal. <laughs> it's of all burners anyway. Yeah, they are. And I go through them faster than even she does because... <laughs> People You're punch giving me them a away. Lot. <laughs> no, well, punch, I give yeah, them away. You, I get hit a lot. <laughs> that's that's true. That's right. They just get pummeled. And he says, "I appreciate your time and re your respect, and I'm, I will tell my employer you will do your best to be there and bring the voices." Is this correct to your intentions? That is. Okay. And I appreciate your respecting of our rules as well. Okay. So is there any rule that I should? be mindful of should I visit it seems only fair and he, he smiles and he says I don't know if this is within your purview sir but I would dress up a bit <laughs> I, I I like give that serious thought like I'm going through my whole wardrobe of t-shirts and shorts and going nope nope those have been cleaned recently. Um, that's going to be... You, you, you gotta do, you have a, do you have one of those t-shirts that's uh, tuxedo? Yeah, I was going to say that. Or you I almost assuredly do. Shirt. And I do have a brand new kind of cool jacket. <laughs> so he walks backwards away from you, right? Smile never leaves his face, gets in his Tesla S and drives off. All right. I will bring this up in our meeting that we're going to have here shortly about our assault. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cut away to um, Reg, you get a call from Bisbee Sharp. All righty. And it's, uh, it's your contact, your handler, who says, hey, Bisbee on the line for you. And um, he talks, Bisbee cuts on the phone, he says, 
Warren, he says, listen, you put me in a tough spot here. Uh, what do you mean? Can you see the screen, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And he says, I have 34 women in federal custody that are telling me that you are everything a hero should be. And I also have a blood splatter that's almost 80 feet long. That I had to bring in four different interpreters. What's that now? Forensic experts, do you mean? Or just, no, interpreters. I had to bring in four different interpreters to get all the witness testimony uh, from from, uh, inside the FBI. But I have an awful lot of um, victims of pretty heinous crimes that are telling me that you are the hero that saved them. The problem is you killed everyone. And he says, listen, kid, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about working for me? How do you feel about being a hero? Um, kind of have been, haven't you? No? What is it? Parker, I was just saying out loud, my thoughts out loud, sorry, but it was oh, no, you're basically, good. Uh, you kind of have been, but... Yeah, I... Should, I, uh... I should get in this discussion. <laughs> um... I, how do I feel about being a hero? Um, I mean, I feel good. I, I like helping people. You know, I'm glad that the women are safe or at least in a better situation now than what they were in. Um, I, in the moment, did what I thought I had to do. Listen. It was the right thing to do if you'd have been a state trooper. It was the right thing to do if you'd been an FBI agent. We're trying to be, anyone can be an enhanced entity. You have people like that nut job Wotan who left a trail of bodies across Capital City in the spring. We need to be better than that. You saved lives, which is really what we need to do, but you need to be better than that. And he says, listen, sometime next week, we're going to have the fashion people come in and change your costume. We can't call you Red Runner anymore. Not with this much bloodshed. Too much red. We're going to have to change the colors. I think you did the right thing and you saved lives. You just did it in about the ugliest way you could. All right, well. You're getting a new uniform, Red Runner. What color are we thinking? Anything other than red. I'm not with the fashion people. I'm just, uh, we have, um, it's already treading. uh, There's some, Red Runner is already trending on Twitter and not in a way that we want associated with our industry, with our agency. You know, I could use a a redesign. Do you remember a guy named Super Frog used to work for me, kid? Super Frog, I vaguely. Well, he went over the line and they got it on film and it was a major embarrassment because he just choked someone to death. And we can't have another embarrassment like that. I've got control of what's turning into a media circus here because you actually look like, despite the fact that you killed nine men, 
you really were saving people and you managed to do it looking good and you managed to do it in agency gear and neither that uh, game playing nut job metal nor the freak bug were in frame when you did it so you managed to make us look good just bloody next time do it without a massacre can you manage that kid i'll try my best okay and he's also requesting a name change isn't he uh, yes he is Oh my god. Okay, all right. And he says, look, you did the right thing, and I know that this job is hard. We just need to be better people than this. Right. I agree with you, Bisbee. He says, all right. And he says, look, you did good. I understand it was hard, but we need to be better than this. Okay. All right. Um... Yep. After this conversation, sorry, just to end it off, he, sure. you know, he gets off the phone and he walks over to like his little hiding spot where he keeps his costume, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, he just kind of takes it out and goes and sits back down to continue eating his tacos and just had mm-hmm. like is looking at his costume, thinking about what it really means to him. Okay. Quantrell texts you and says, "Hey, it's Quantrell." Um, there's some girls out at the, what did I call it? 2D6, the dice? I called the, I forgot what I called the club where I had you working. I had a lot of fun. Um, there was the, uh, five spot. Ah, the die spot. The die spot. Yeah. 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 And he says, hey, there's some girls down at the die spot tonight that liked your tunes if you wanted to come hang out. Um, I text him back. Uh, probably not tonight, Quantrell. Thanks. Um, maybe next time. Okay, okay. Where do you so, want the die spot to be? What neighborhood? Do you, do you it's, it's, a, it's a Nubian club. It's uh, controlled by Jimmy Mack and those gangsters. Okay, so it's going to be in Elview somewhere. Okay. You are so much more map savvy than me. I've just been staring at this thing for a long time. <laughs> I've had this book for a long time. So, Bug, do you talk to the others? What do you do? Sorry. <laughs> My plan is to uh, call everybody and get to our, our physical meet up in the uh, early-ish afternoon, so probably three or four. Okay. And because that will be where kind of Rosa wants to talk about things. I will... You call metal or no? I'll, I'll call metal, but I don't expect she'll show up. But, you know, I will tell her it, 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 I, I will actually won't call her. I'll text her because she's been texting me. I'll yep. text her and let her know when and where. And okay. then and, it, and I'll let that lay for a second. And then I'll go. And how long do you do you want to leave me unsupervised with a little <laughs> smiley, winky face? So after um, a few minutes, she texts back the term shining path and says, um, I'll be there. I should be able I should have everything wrapped up by then. And then I will uh, call Red Runner and tell him about the meat. And also let him know that if he wants to talk about stuff that I'm available. I'll be vague because it's over a phone, but... Right. Um, 
yeah, I'll agree to go to the meet and um, he'll say to uh, say to Bug, um, I might have to take you up on that offer. Maybe we can get um, get drinks or something at some point. No worries. That's that keep in mind depending what we're talking about we could limit the where, where we drink and I don't go into most places for very long because they don't like that it's the bugs he attracts the bugs I do I'm going to a dive bar will be alright there you go if you guys got <laughs> that that's a solution that is yeah. definitely yeah, you just pick the right bar nobody yeah. cares <laughs> yeah <laughs> Or notices, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, down here, there's all of these outdoor kind of beer garden affairs where you're really in a giant yard and there's an acoustic band playing and, you know, a bar. They're, they're, they're big two-acre yards that everyone just sits outside in. Where's that? Uh, outside of Dallas. There's a, this, oh, okay. there's a popular thing this year. Ah, for distancing. Interesting. Yes, yeah. Cool. Um, anyway, so do you guys all end up on the roof together? Or is there anything you want to grab before you get to the roof? Uh, Nultra Rosa Monster Energy drink, two. Good, good, okay. Or bring uh, my six pack. So the costume people. <laughs> Anyone want one? <laughs> the fashion people haven't one, gotten though. to me yet, right? No, the fashion people are going to get to you next week. Okay, gotcha. Yep. All right, then. Yeah, I just I have my regular costume right now. Okay. You showing the card and all that? I'm sorry. What was that? Andy, do you show them the card and the, tell them about the card? Oh, yeah. I'll show them the card and the money and everything because Bug's got a weird relationship with money. <laughs> oh, and I just got a big delivery today from the uh, Russian-American Friendship Society, a whole delivery of food. Do we know who's behind the Russian-American Friendship Society? I am sort of. So I be comfortable with this? Or is this something yeah, you Yeah, it, it's into? Metal's shell company for buying shit that I need. <laughs> okay, okay. Just let me know. What... I'm not wrong, am I, Mike? I mean, that's literally what that <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's the people who replace the windows um, when you right, put right. people through it. Right, right. But it's basically because uh, it, it's shell, it's Metal's nanny company for, for Bug <laughs> to make sure that Bug doesn't make things worse mm -hmm. pretty well <laughs> okay cool so you guys want to go to the club at the end of the evening or no i'm interested in checking it out and seeing what they have to say because the very least knowing stuff is better than not knowing stuff okay you guys are meeting on the roof aren't you no i just sit in front at the okay okay the, right right no, I, no, I, no, we're just leaning against cars and talking Okay. I don't think that we need anything more than that. Okay. So metal I descends from the roof uh, while you're yeah, – go ahead. I'll have uh, one of my uh, security scramble devices so that our conversation, if anyone was trying to pick it nice. up with a parabolic mic or something like that, it just wouldn't work. And Bug's got, uh, uh, like, senses on to, you know, just to keep scanning the horizon and keeping a checkout to make sure that there's – no ambushes coming. In every okay. 20 seconds, Parker can run around the whole block and then say everything's yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Pat people down and they don't even yeah. notice. So you, none of you are surprised when metal descends from the roof. 
and she's um in the the kind of the boiler suit outfit that became her classic and says you guys have gone to war with the casino hell yeah so far we've gone to skirmish with the, the with the casino but yeah i think the war was officially declared sunday night yep like, okay. We're actually planning the next operation, the next you, you offensive, catch up on it? offensive, if you will. So do you, do you catch her up on what you've been doing? Yeah. Okay. And so, I will. I mean, if no one else does, I consider her my partner. So I, I unless somebody stops me, I'm going to just spill the, the beans. And see, she listens for a minute and says, is this all stuff you're okay with? Just specifically to bug. Yes. I wish there was less escalation, but quite frankly, they are the ones in charge of escalation, not us. We have the girls and we were happy to walk away and then they declared war on us. I don't think that's a misrepresentation of what happened. I'll look to Rosa to verify that that's what she saw too. Mm-hmm. And that quite tracks. frankly, I thought you, of all people, would be keen on the next step, which is uh, weapon smashy smashy. She kind of like, oh, let's see. Oh, hang on, switching screens again. She kind of reaches down and does this thing and says, look, everything comes down to we didn't burn the church because you were right and I was going to re- overreact. Everything comes down to the fact that I always want to shoot first and I'm trying not to. And yeah, if it's time to blow up a weapons factory, then let's go blow it up. If these are the bad guys, then let's go take them off the map. I feel that that's the next logical step. And quite frankly, it's different from the church in so, so many ways. One is not in the middle of the city with potential people who are just there to pray. This is literally an illegal arms manufacturer manufacturing illegal arms. So, Red, what did you do to trend on Twitter? Uh, hero stuff. Is Red Fist supposed to be some variety of a insult <clears throat> I I think it's just another another name you well, know another, good uh, you know another one of my uh, many titles I've accumulated I've seen three different supercuts of the video footage of you if you haven't gone out to Twitter you should check out your supercuts it's um, my favorite is the one that's uh, set to the nine inch nails music you are all over the you are all over media today it's like okay okay so let's go meet at the club i would rather not be seen if that's okay with you but you should go talk to whoever this employer is have the conversation and move from there what do you think i ultra roses here yep this is all okay all four of us um ultra rosa asked uh, metal you have you uh have you cleaned up your act have you done what i suggested suggested cleaned up your criminal ties 
my criminal ties. How do you think, where do you think the money comes from? All right. Then, she, then you're out, then you're out of this operation. What we're doing is we're reforming the gangs and we're making the gangs better people. We're keeping them out of human trafficking and we're keeping them out. Do you think that if we just punch them in the face, no one else is going to come along and run guns or gangs of prostitutes? We're making them better people. That's the whole point. You're part of the problem. There's only one way to handle these, these situations, and that's put the people down who do it. You're muted. Yeah, I noticed that as soon as I started talking. Doesn't that make you part of the problem as well? So you're saving the last bullet for yourself, I guess? So Rosa, my thought is this. I come, down to, the I come down to the science of economics. If the Russians or the Nubians or the Laotian gangs can make more money in real estate or they can uh, own television stations and work their way out of this reprehensible shit. And at the end of the day, the Russians are doing property management and luxury condos. Nobody dies. The crime stops. And I have enough money that I can send truckloads of groceries to people that need food. Isn't this better? It's not going to work out that way. That's a pipe dream that you have. and You just need to get a hold of that. Square it with reality. And I think it's worth trying. Even if it fails, we can kill them later. Oh, it's worth, it's, it's worth trying. But, you know, as far as I see, you're just another gangster. As far as I see, you're just another gun runner. As long as we understand each other. What about oh, you, I Red? Don't, I don't think we got an understanding. Last time I told you I wanted to see you clean up your act and get on the right side. Sure. And you've been killing people since then yourself. That's the right side. I'm here to stop the violence. The whole objective is to stop the violence. Let's try and not get into it with each other till we can figure out this thing with the big boss man and the and the, and the, the Star Trek guns. Can we manage that? We can manage that. What about you, Red? Yeah. Yeah, we can manage that. I'm going to try not to be seen at this club, but take the meat, see what you can do. And let's try and do this without killing anyone. And Metal sends you a link. And it's like, I'll see you guys tonight. She said, don't kill anybody in big, awkward silence. Yeah, oh yeah. And then she sends, <laughs> she sends you all a link on your phones. Well, that's because everybody knows where they stand on that point. I mean, she says it, but it falls functionally on deaf ears. Yeah. Yep. Rug's yeah. not going to kill people. Rosa won't even flinch at killing people. And, and Red will try not to kill people. He'll try hard not to, yeah. No, and, and that's not a problem. It's, you know, that's a, if you'll excuse the expression, a feature, not a bug, that uh, Red's just trying to do good. I am truly enjoying the moral density of this game. Okay. Um, do you guys check out the link she sends you? She just flies off after that. Yeah. Do you remember the song Dragula? Dig through the ditches and burn through the witches. It's a no, super- who's, who's song? Who sings that? 
Oh, God, who is that? That's uh, Rob Zombie. White Zombie. White Zombie. Dragula. D-R-A-G-U-L-A, I believe. Dragula. I've listened to that. Okay. Yeah. I'm so, going to pull it up on YouTube real quick. So it is um, a super cut of all of the scenes of Red Runner rescuing these women by blowing a death squad to hell. It's all set to music. And it's one of the, the it's one of the trending videos on both on um, on Twitter and on YouTube, and there's there's several other cuts, including one done to um, "It's a Wonderful World" by uh, Satchmo. Um, and I tell myself, what a wonderful yeah. World. Yep. So is it some of it? It's like it sounds kind of like a Japanese animated, like Akira. Movie, yes, you know, you're placing around, and then all of a sudden there's the slow mo on the like the body just blowing apart and there's some excellent super cuts of this done someone has put some real work into video and there's a half a dozen of the big internet influencers that have bit into this are they is are they promoting this or is this a campaign to smear and make the the ee to portray red runner as a menace it doesn't appear to have an opinion either way, but the comment section is really, really active about whether is this the hero need we need. Uh, it's kind of like the end of that first Avengers about this is what you need to do. Human traffickers need to have their heads exploded or, you know, superheroes need to be better than that. And there is a very active dialogue. Okay. And this was... Oh, it's just trending on Twitter, so it's not like a major news outlet or anything. No, but it's uh, it's big enough that people are seeing it. And, yeah, someone has put some real work into some cuts in this, if it, considering it's been less than 24 hours. Okay, so entertain me, gentlemen. How is it you're dressing to go meet the contacts tonight? I will put on as clean a clothes as I can manage. And I suspect that's pretty clean. I mean, I, I I am a homeless man functionally, but I also am a homeless man in who's got his own building, so. Are you wearing the new jacket? I am wearing the new jacket, but I'm not wearing the tuxedo thing because that seems like it's more of an insult than an intent to, it, it feels like I'm thumbing my nose rather than trying to be. But I will dress as well as I can, which is not saying bunches, and I will put on the new uh, jacket. Any particular t-shirt marquee? No, I actually specifically just have a, a black t-shirt with no with nothing on it because that's classy. Exactly, it's a classic, nice, simple. So your it's your little black dress. <laughs> exactly. Okay, what's Rosa turning up in? Uh, the whole like I guess. Not to be too cliche, but when she's not in her superhero gear, it's the whole Jessica Parker thing, right? Jeans, leather jacket. Yep. Don't fuck with me look. Yep, yep. Jessica Jones? Jessica Jones, yeah, that. Yeah, right, whatever. Right. Jessica, can't remember what it was, but it's the. Mm, yeah. One of the Jessicas. Yeah, Alias, one of those yeah. Jessicas out there. No, the Marvel, uh, with one of the Defenders. She was Yeah, Alias, yeah, she was excellent. Um, Red? Um,. I will ask uh, whether if Bug and, and Red Rosa prefer me to just – should I just go in street clothes, I think? I, I think that's probably best. Okay. Then, yeah, I'll just go in kind of a, a hoodie and um, 
it's kind of a stereotypical uh, um, college student vibe, you know, jeans, just kind of some Vans, shoes, uh, maybe a hoodie, depending on how cold it is. Okay. Well, it's June. Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah, then no hoodie. <laughs> Quantrell offers to get you a suit if you want one. Um, I feel, I feel, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. So you guys head, you guys head down into the Lotion Quarter, right? And um, this is one of these places that has grown up very quickly. So you have guys that go from kid on a corner to gangster in a thousand dollars suit, sometimes in two weeks, and then sometimes they're dead two weeks after that. It is a very dynamic culture. It is dangerous as hell. There's lots of money floating around. And um, the uh, when you get to the address, you see, can you, you guys see my group? The shiny path? Yes. Uh, yep. Okay. And there is a group of uh, mixed Asian men in suits that are literally standing there waiting for you. There's about 25 of them. They're not being offensive, but they look like they could throw down. The shiny path is the name of the club? Uh, cl- name of the club is Club Cheetah. Club Cheetah, and it's located where? This is the Laotian Gangster District. You said that I wasn't okay. sure where we wanted to put it in the map. It's in the Chinatown, basically. It's a, right, right. A, a neighborhood in Chinatown. Okay. Yep. So there's a lot of Laotians. It is a happening club. It is popping. And outside the club is this whole group of men waiting for you. And on a Tuesday night, there is a full swing dance party going on. Show. Let's make this quick. This is not my kind of <laughs> deal. You should be open to new experiences, Rosa. I'll walk up to the crowd of men. I'm assuming they want to talk to us. So. Yeah, yeah. And the emissary holds his hands up, uh, palms out again. He says, the voices, you brought them. And he's looking. He says, isn't there a fourth? I have done what I can. If it's not in. sufficient, then we can go. No. Please, come in. Please, please, please. My employer, he wishes to meet you. He takes you to an overlook area, and this is a gorgeous place, right? Where a man named the White Lotus sits. Please, come, sit down. Can I, can I, have, can I bring you drinks? Partially closed off, so the dance music is uh, quieter, but the whole mob of men are in the room. So the White Lotus is sitting at a table, and there's an army of guys just standing around. And they start to, you know, smoke cigarettes and they, they hand out drinks and all of that. But there's no question you guys are all being washed. Please sit at the table. I'll sit down. I'll stay. Okay. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay standing. He says, okay, I'll Red? Sit. Uh, I'll sit down. Okay. And he says, um, I speak four languages and I have had the most difficult time understanding why they call you the voices because you don't scream and you seldom speak and don't have a public image. And then I had to hear it in Chinese, that you are the voices of the voiceless, that unlike the flashy heroes we see on the West Coast, they started calling you the voices because you speak for the people who cannot speak for themselves. Do I understand you properly? That is our goal. There were two more, aren't there, aren't there? The man with the metal powers and the very pretty woman who speaks? We are less a group and more of a collection, so we can't always be at the same place at the same time. Of course, of course. So 
I will g- I will make, give you my understanding of what it is you want, and perhaps you will help me understand better. And he says, you want the women to have the safe places to, street, to sleep, and you want the streets without the guns. And for some reason, you like the old brownstone buildings. And these are the things you want. This is the things the voices want. Is this right? Yes, in a fractional way, yes. And the old men in the broken village, you want them to have their um, their place to stay. Everybody needs a place to stay. But you don't want to be mayor and you don't want to drive away alien armadas. And these are your wants, if I understand you. Yes. What's this about alien armadas? <laughs> uh, that that that's a that's a field that's above our pay grade. <laughs> I haven't heard it. Uh, I am kind of interested in aliens. I think that would be. Sounds like we got a pretty loud voice right now for some reason. I and he says, "Are you not on Twitter?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Behave, or we sick red runner on you. Uh-huh. He says, and perhaps a business associate, a very large man, is seeking peace in a business that has started losing money that has always made so much money. If we can stop the trade without bloodshed, that would be preferred. But keep in mind, we are a collective, and the best I can do at this meeting is take it back to be discussed. In the city. We, we discuss what happens in the city, not what happens on the reservation. On the reservation, the business goes on. In the city... No one run. No one brings the star pulse guns. No one runs the girls. And the white load and the the shining path will enforce this. But on the reservation, we do business. We divide the world. Would this meet your wants? This is a non-starter. Yes, unfortunately, it is. We cannot allow this to continue in our backyard because of some arbitrary line the government placed. As you point out, our friends in the Broken City are on that reservation where they do run the girls and run the guns. And if we are going to be true to our beliefs, we have to go back and help them. Perhaps you could take your friends from the Broken Village and bring them to the city. You get another big brown building. There is space for all. I appreciate your thought, but that land is theirs so much as this is land is yours 
how would you would you like us to run you out of this building because we can we decided that you should live somewhere else so the emissary steps between you and white lotus with his hands out in front of him again we're still only speaking aren't we we are i am making a point hardly a threat that a philosophical argument of what we feel needs to be done admittedly your offer has a lot of plus sides with some modifications could be done but unfortunately the broken village and the weapons manufacturer on their land is a non-negotiable topic and the prostitution that's all stopping as of today these are businesses that will happen yes these are things that have happened since the very earliest of societies there yes. was you cannot stop them and i thought perhaps if the shining path could have an accord with the voices we could operate there you shall operate here there will be no need to paint the walls and enforce their blood as we said that's a non-starter yeah your moral relativity ain't gonna fly here i appreciate it i do that you are doing what others said that they would do and try to have a discussion. So I do appreciate that. And I still feel that there is some play here. So he nods and you hear rustles from all around you. And these guys start not like they're going to fire. They start drawing out and pulling out their guns. It's a selection of conventional firearms and some star pulse weaponry. And the whole bunch of them is just all pulled out guns from under their coats. Perhaps there are forces you have not considered, and that it is best to make peace. I am sure there's a lot we have not considered. But that being said, it still does not change the course we must travel. I assume this is just a show, and that we are still just talking. And the emissary stands, stands back a step, and he says... You are very close to the line where we're, where they are no longer just talking. I, I'm actually starting to get like a little bit mad now <laughs> because I'm like, you offered here us here to talk under a flag of truce. Flag of bullshit. And oh, it's just a rotten core. Peel it back and it's just a rotten core, bug. I will look, but I will continue. <laughs> You hear a sound of shattering glass and all of the th all the, the gun buddies around you, all the thugs, look, look just kind of stunned as the guns fly away from the back of them. And like all of these guns, the conventional ones, the Star Pulse guns, are flying through the big glass window into the room with the major dance floor on it. Um, that's the club. So the music gets really loud and it blows out the skylight as like 40 handguns just blow through the skylight. And I will stand up and i think it's time we should go yeah and you have burnt any bridge of ever having a discussion with us again discussion doesn't go your way it becomes violence well what the hell just happened <laughs> my, my partner's here oh yeah yeah oh. that's just that's part of the voice that these guys are trying to silence and it's not happening right i'm actually actively angry because if we disagree, they're going to be violent. That means yeah. that we should never go to any conversation with them ever again. And I basically say that. And just mm -hmm. for funsies, mm -hmm. there's a table here, right? 
There is. I will stand up, put one finger under the table, and just flip it, showing them that the meagerest amount of my strength can toss this desk. The White Lotus doesn't change expression. The gangsters all do. The gangsters are entirely freaked out. And a lot of them are dropping into everything from um, ridiculous-looking 40-style boxing poses to a couple that are sliding into that obviously know how to fight. Um, but nobody's approaching. Nobody's approaching. I think we're done here. And unfortunately, White Lotus, you have made yourself an unreasonable person. Then we understand each other. And uh, I action. I can't stop Rosa before she kills this fucker. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> they don't start a fight. They don't start a fight. They let you leave. Oh no! But I think Rosa's gonna kill him right here, and right now. Worms.